Okay, so before the episode starts officially, I do want to say a few things. I know the episode is long, but please listen to what I have to say. First of all, I did this rant out of pure anger. Um, I kind of just, um, even though I did, I did watch a couple YouTube videos about it. The the fact that people were kind of angry about a specific character's redesign, um, I was in the majority agreed with. Also, that was the only type of videos that were posted on YouTube that day. A lot of it was just bashing on this specific character's redesign. And unfortunately for me, I kind of had to agree, even though Kevin Smith denied any single rumor concerning an LGBTQ, an LGBTQ couple uh, disregarding who's actually the main protagonist of He-Man, Masters of the Universe Revelation. Um, he kind of denied everything, uh, from what I heard, but yeah, this was like when, um, you know, a lot of people were like, this is bad, this is this, like, you know, like, oh, you're kind of representing female, um, audiences in, in a negative way, but, you know, all the female characters are, like, buffed up and no cleavage, if you will. Um, now doing more research on it and now knowing the fact that maybe, hey, things are not going to be exactly what people might think. There's still a small part of me that, you know, might think, oh, an LGBTQ relationship might happen because yay standards, um, you know, like, you know, standards are very, were very different now to when they were, were back in 1980, in the 1980s, so you know, but I still stand some points I made in this rant, and it's just a rant, it's just me being angry for no apparent reason, and, you know, I kind of just did it as A, to be entertaining, and me just to voice out my own opinions about it, um, I'm still looking forward to the show airing on July 23rd, I don't know why I said June throughout this episode, but I did, but it's on July 23rd, so I'm excited for it, but everything that I'm going to expect are probably going to be lowered because of just the amount of commentary on the pictures, on the images that Kevin Smith just had to release on Instagram. So please, in a way, take everything I say with a grain of salt. It's just a rant. I'm angry. Humans are allowed to be expressive and in their own way to be angry. Please, um, please keep this in mind. I'm not normally this angry in general. Um, I'm normally calm for the most part. But if it's something about a topic that I'm really interested in, I will be expressive and emotional about it. And depending on whether or not I agree with the topic, I will be angry or I will be very supportive about it. It really depends on context and my mood that day. So, um, yeah. Hey guys, it's the Lone Wolf here. And, um, so... You know how I said, like, last week, I know you probably forgot, but you know how, like, last week I said that, um, I was gonna talk about representation and Asians and, you know, the fun stuff that I wanna talk about? Well, uh, due to me, 
、uh, loving geeking out over 1980s related stuff. And the fact that I haven't seen every single Asian American movie known to man yet because A, I don't have access to it. B, Ryan the Last Dragon is still on premiere access for me. So you know your girl's waiting until June to see what the big fuss was about. And all that fun guts and glory. And then on top of that, I just do not want to see Mulan. I know I kind of have to because, if, because, you know, you want an honest Asian review? I'll get you an honest Asian review. But due to me unwillingly to do so, and also school, I figured, you know what? I don't want to talk about being Asian today. Which. Um, I know that's kind of a bad thing for me to say, considering the fact that I'm like Asian American and all that. But you know what? It's my podcast. I want to talk about whatever I want. And if you love my content, great. If you hate it, go find something else to listen to as white noise. I don't know. But yeah. I mean, yeah, Shang-Chi hasn't even come out yet, and I feel like that would be in a more appropriate time to talk about it. I know this is still Asian and Pacific Heritage Month, but let's just be honest the first, week, the first two weeks, everyone goes crazy, and then the last two weeks, people just kind of forget about it, and that's how normally it goes, unfortunately.、Um, so there's just that to consider.、Um, Yeah, but I, I will talk about Asian representation sooner or later. But since I have not done my homework yet, and also am too lame to watch Mulan, both versions, I don't know. The first time I saw Mulan, I skimmed through it because I was just like, I suddenly don't like this for some weird reason. And if it makes me any better, Everyone in my family doesn't like Mulan, so there's that to consider. Okay? Okay then. And also, I don't want to bother watching Mulan 2020. Ryan the Last Dragon isn't free for me yet. And also, apparently, I heard there was a toxic relationship in Raya. Character wise, I'm pretty sure everyone in the cast is okay and all that. So there's no drama in the cast, but there's drama in the movie. And frankly, I'm mentally unstable. To not see it yet, even though I watch Fruits Basket every single week. I am a weird person, am I? So, you know, and again, Shang-Chi hasn't even come out yet, and frankly, I would rather wait to watch it or, or like talk about it then than to talk about it now where I am utterly unprepared, very, very stressed, very, very tired, and feel like BS. So, with that being said, Um, so everyone knows me on Instagram, right? Or follows me on Instagram, right? Well, as of the time of when this is recording, which is a Friday, May 14th, um, even though this will probably get, yeah, <laughs> this will probably get released、uh, the week, the Wednesday of, so on the、uh, 19th. Um, you may have seen my story about me fangirling over He Man and the Masters of the Universe Revelation. Because I've been waiting for about two years and it's about time the series actually came to Netflix. So, yeah, I think it was on the ground like what, 2018? 2019? 2020 even? Uh, 
there were news um saying that he-man is gonna get a reboot similar how to like she-ra did and uh let's just say it didn't go so well for she-ra princess of power um because they were like you know it's the age of reboots and you know what needs a good old-fashioned reboot he-man and she-ra so um yeah and uh she-ra princess of power had five seasons a total, I think, about 52 episodes compared to the original 1980s version where it had about 92. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they were like, you know what? Let's do He-Man. Because apparently, ladies go first in, in, in the language of Mattel. So, yeah. And when I saw the actual images, um, I was like, these look so pretty. And from now to the 1980 of course the art style is going to look better of course it's gonna look better there's no doubt about it we are living in the 21st century sorry to our r.i.p headphone users out here i'm gonna do a lot of shouting in this episode so i best you prepare to take those headphones off and listen to me rant um yeah so yeah Warning, disclaimer, um, I know I should have said this earlier, but it's me, so I know. Um, I guess you you should really watch the 1980s, both versions of He-Man and She-Ra to get some context of what I'm about to say. And, you know, um, you should also, uh, watch the 2018 uh, reboot of it to again to get context of what everything I'm saying or if you're really really lazy uh I have an episode based on she 2018 versus 1980 listen to that or just um when you listen to the Carmen San Diego episode um that I did uh, with Alsena we just jumped past to Shira and talked all our thoughts about it but yeah, for context, you guys should uh, really, really know um, what I'm saying because I will be too angry to, um, what's it called? I will be way too angry and uh, maybe not explain everything. So for context, you should watch the, the three of the series or the Christmas special if you're really feeling up to it. Uh, so, that's that to consider. Also, um, follow me on Instagram, I don't know. Um, no. But, um, yeah, again, you do, it would, it would be nice to listen to this episode with context in mind, and I just want to give a warning for that. So, spoilers for everything I'm about to say, and, um, if I say anything controversial, or something that will get me quote-unquote quote-unquote canceled i know people cannot see air quotes through audio but i'm doing air quotes right now if i say anything remotely controversial it's my own opinion like every single human being on earth we have opinions and of course naturally we are going to disagree with some opinions and uh the number one reason why I want to avoid Twitter as possible because Twitter is just full and full of opinions. So, what I'm going to say in this episode might 
offend somebody, it might turn a 180 on my entire thing, and maybe that person will never listen to me ever again. Um, you know, people are going to disagree with I'm go- what I am going to say, which is fine, which is fine, which is fine. But please respect my opinion, and I will respect yours. I put the disclaimer on every single episode that I've done starting from i think february no not maybe um i i did start putting the disclaimer a while ago i think it's when i started to do Yu-Gi-Oh! everything so like back in like december maybe so it's still pretty recent pretty fresh but yeah if you're lazy um uh, please read the description of every single episode that i've done so far um you know saying that hey these are my own opinions please respect mine and i will and i will respect yours the sooner we can get that message across the sooner my life will be and um i know i try to keep things somewhat neutral or be factual or logical around things but then also half the time i'm very expressive about the things i um believe in so um you know there's just that to um i guess in a way consider um but yeah i know for a fact people are going to be quote unquote hurt by the things i said and again these are my own opinions i have strong strong thoughts about it and i don't want my opinions to hurt me as a podcaster because you know these are just my opinions and literally the whole point of the lone wolf podcast is just me talking about stuff for no apparent reason and i just don't want people to listen to this and say like oh no she's wrong like this is not the way it's supposed to go like oh like let the writers do whatever they want or like you know um you know, stuff like that, and, like, oh, like why can't you just, like, leave this alone, or, I'm um, like, you know, you know, like, like, no, like, this is actually a good thing, and I'm just, like, stop, stop making this harder on me, just stop, leave all your opinions and comments to yourself, unless you're really personally angry about it, which I do have an email down below, just in case you want to rant about the things I've said, which I know a lot of people might do so and i would know that because i have a sister who uh literally disagreed with everything i said and i was just like mm, dang oh okay so um yeah i i hope that was convincing enough to you know be a stable human being and and not attack me for having opinions such as these with that being said though Okay, where do I even start? Okay, so He-Man and She-Ra. Related. How? They're created by the company who decided to lay off my mom. Yes, I am talking about the one, the only, the freaking Mattel, which I don't know if they're owned by Warner Brothers, if I'm really gonna be honest here, because you know, there's a Barbie movie that is gonna be distributed by Warner Brothers, and then Harley Quinn is gonna play Barbie, and I find that extremely creepy, so yeah! So, yay. Um, but, yeah. So, um, so, around, like, I want to say, like, Thursday, 
uh, so like uh, May 13th, um, I posted uh, me geeking out over the new art for uh, He-Man and Masters of the Universe Revelation because that's how they're calling it now. And uh, my first, and these were like my first impressions of it. I didn't even wanted to bother looking at the plot. I just wanted to look at the cool and cool art and how they look so much better than how they did in the 1980s. Aesthetically wise, like everything just looks so much cleaner, more detail. It was a complex design. True, I did like the 1980s version, but frankly, that was the only thing I was able to watch. Thanks, Thank you to Cubo, which is now defunct uh, from February, which I'm really sad, but I, at the same time, I kind of get it because Cubo, um, a channel that would air 24-7 cartoons, um, they had a thing called, uh, Cubo Night Owl sort of thing, where starting from, like, 9 p.m. to who knows when, they would air cartoons for, you know, people who are older than 13 years old, aka not me, because I think I was, like, either 7 or 9, and all I wanted to do was just watch She-Ra when He-Man was airing. So there was also that to consider. And uh, when I saw He-Man for the very first time, I'm like, this is really cool. I liked it, and I didn't want to buy into the plot so much, because A, I didn't know what episodes they were airing, B, I was 7 and didn't know Squat, See, uh, that was my only source of entertainment before my mom told me, you need to go to bed, you have school tomorrow, and my brain was like, I wanna watch this! But my mom said no, because apparently sleep is important. And now I'm 17. And I sleep whenever I want. I mean, yeah, I took the value of sleep entirely, but you know, you know that's what I'm saying. So... Yeah, throughout my childhood, it was just me trying to find ways to watch He-Man and She-Ra every single night before I went to bed, before, you know, they discontinued it, and I was sad, and, you know, dealing with life. And now, um, during the She-Ra, when I found out that She-Ra was getting a reboot back in, like, what, 2018, 2017 even, I was like, I am pumped because, you know, She-Ra was my childhood. I grew up with seeing a woman defeating villains on in on a weekly basis and um you know didn't think too much of it like ooh action action same animation action action people fighting people using magic and swords and lore and woo and then i think it was until like after when i found out that the shira uh series was going to come out like i did some actual research on, on, you know, the old cartoons and, you know, the, the filmation era. Um, the, apparently, both series were around 1980, which I'm assuming people didn't care back then. And actually, shout out to this um, YouTube channel called Clownfish TV. Um, I liked their YouTube channel because it's... Um, I don't know. It, it was it was really um, informative to hear about you know, Shira and He Man and all that fun guts and glory. And literally as soon as when I saw uh, the the um, the uh, Instagram photos, thank you to Christopher Wood who played Monel in Superman. 
not Superman, Supergirl, aka the most ri- worst written character in my opinion, and that's what made me stop watching Supergirl, because, you know, I wanted Kara and Monel to be happy, and Kara to be happy, but the writers were like, nah, so you know there's that to consider but yeah i followed christopher wood and um he posted pictures of he-man and i was like i was really happy because i grew up watching the tv show because of cubo and i was really pumped and i love i love the new designs i love how updated there are um the tan i question completely that that's fine i don't know I don't know. It's nice to see all the characters kind of getting a tan. Because you would think fighting in Etheria, you wouldn't get a tan. And, like, throughout, like, what, over, like, 50 episodes, they're using the same the, the, the design over and over again. And you would think they would get a tan from fighting a lot. So, yeah. The the new the images looked amazing. Looked updated. Looked fresh. Looked new. Um... They were aesthetically pleasing, to put it bluntly. And then I went on YouTube and saw the YouTube channel Clownfish TV, and they were like, um, they kind of hate it for some reason. And I'm like, well, this is new. I wonder why they kind of hate the show so much. Because again, I didn't know the plot at all. I didn't know. Um, about the show synopsis at all, I cared for the nostalgia and updated character designs and Battle Cat looks so freaking cool and not- Well, his name is Cringer, so that doesn't help, but it looks really cool, and then Orko looks kinda- Well, I actually liked Orko's design, not gonna lie. I didn't notice the fingers because it was an Instagram post, and, uh, there were a bunch of tags everywhere, but, um- now I question Orko as a troll now, because he's a troll in the show. Um, and um, yeah, I saw a video of Clownfish.tv. They were kind of ranting on why it it's sucky. And that's because apparently they had prior knowledge to the show. And uh, haha, <laughs> so, um, so you know, um, okay, so if you swipe up to a, if you swipe pictures... Um, you, you see just a squad, right? You see Orko, the only one that doesn't look like a human, uh, a quote-unquote, I don't know, a, a black person who apparently they race-bended, because apparently, in, in the comics, apparently the black girl was supposed to be a ginger head. Um, which I'm like, you know... Race doesn't really matter unless it plays a huge integral part of the story. Like, okay, if race was the main issue, obviously they're going to need a specific amount. They're going to need specific types of people, right? If they're going to tell a story involved race. But Athernia is an alien planet. And, you, you know, racism then in 1980 wasn't really a huge issue it was more about like fighting bad guys and using magic and swords and origin stories so 1980 i think they kind of avoided racism entirely which i personally that's why i loved the uh she-ra and he-man 1980 series because race was never an issue 
And now it might, it might be an issue here because thank you to 2020 for screwing up everyone's lives. Whoopee! But in all fairness, though, like I get why race is important, and don't and I swear I wouldn't be surprised if people call me racist because of this comment. I've said it before. Respect my opinions, and I will respect yours. Deal with it. But but yeah, just like ugh, I I can't. I'm like, I'm like, this is gonna be normal, is it? Like, they did it, and I forgot the character's name, and I freaking don't care. But yeah, they did it with Bo. They race bended it. They race bended him. They're doing the same thing with He Man. And I'm like, you know what? Fine. This might be the most normal thing I might have, I probably will see in cartoon history. And that is fine, okay? Am I, little, am I a little bit salty they didn't add a. Latinx character and Asian character thinking about it maybe but it's a thern it's Eternia a thir no no Etheria is Shira land Eternia is He Man land maybe oh crap I yeah yeah I'm saying it right but yeah so Eternia that is a planet that is supposed to be filled with humanoid aliens, technically, race doesn't even matter. But, if I somehow, when I watch this in June, preferably, I'm, I'm gonna assume it's gonna come out in June 25th, if I hear a racist joke, like, in script, in dialogue, characters saying something racist and whatever, I'm gonna be like, you ruined the integrity of this show. I personally do not care anymore about what you say next. I cannot. And you know what I liked about the 1980s cartoons? They weren't political. It, it was just same old, same old over and over again. It was simple. It was nice. I didn't want to stress about anything at all. I just wanted to watch uh, instantaneously tan uh, abd man fighting a skeleton over and over and over and over again until the show never gave us a conclusion. Actually, both series never gave us a, con a conclusion. And I'm like, I'm, that's why I'm a little bit salty about it. But you know what? That is fine. That is fine. If, if, if I can have... A simple cartoon. I would rather watch a simple cartoon than a cartoon that is somehow has to be political in any sort of sense. I'm sorry, my brain is really being simple today. But but yeah. And um so yeah, I was talking about the whole squad thing and you know you see the uh floating alien thingy, the one that actually looks like an alien, Orko. You have the black woman that I completely forgot the name of because I don't feel like it, and also I'm like, okay, some, like, if these characters are not unrecognizable to me, I question everything, and the black character is new, kinda, yay, race bent, um, yay, cancel culture, woo, and then, uh, you, you see what it, it appears to be a guy, right, I wouldn't be surprised if people mistaken the red-headed as a guy, right? 
Well, no. It is actually Tila from the previous photo. Yeah, she has short hair now. Her arms look like a man's arms. And no signs of womanhood in general. And I think this is where people are probably going to be saying... You're misogynistic, you're masculin- uh, no. You're misogynistic, you're sexist, you're awful, you are a terrible person. You- you're not a supporter of LGBTQ, you're not a supporter of anything, you're a hater, why are you talking about this? I came here because I want to hear about your mental health and all that, I never wanted to listen from this from you. I- if you get that thoughts from me, I swear you guys are not my friends. Period. But, it- it- honestly- when I first saw this image, and I didn't realize- that, oh, it's Tila. Ah, I had, I had thoughts after watching a couple of YouTube videos, not gonna lie. But, 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 I didn't know the red-headed person was Tila. I literally thought that was a brand new character and didn't want to think much of it. I did not want to think any much of it. And when I found out that person was Tila, I'm like, oh no. Yay! It's confirmed! Tila is LGBTQ now! I wouldn't be surprised if she's gay! Like, I'm not! Like, okay, safe to assume she's gonna be bisexual because, you know, relationships with Adam and all that, but let's just face it, time moves on, and I'm just gonna assume she's gay. Yeah, I'm calling it right now! Tila is gay! Uh, I don't know how, but she's gay, and that's because when I think of masculine woman, I think of gay. And thank you to my psychology teacher for giving us that lesson on LGBTQ people and what dictates LGBTQ people. Because of that lesson, I'm able to determine that muscular women are LGBTQ now, so thanks a lot and i know i'm probably going to be called cancel culture again and i'm pretty sure all my friends are gonna hate me but you know what that's fine i'm always lonely to begin with i always feel lonely inside none of my friends ever call me <sighs> okay but for like for real though i was just in i'm like thank you for a tall tale sign of this might actually happen because character body types really says a lot about a character. And I'm sorry, when I think about a masculine woman, I think of LGBTQ straight off the bat. And also the haircut did not really help out, out at all. at all. Like literally, her arms are like man arms. Maybe not as manly as He-Man, but He-Man is buffed up by a sword from Grayskull, which apparently is a dang castle, and, you know, magicalness and whatever, so. Adam got a magical power buff steroid, steroids, that type of thing. Tila looks way too buff, in my opinion. Yes, there's gonna be a lot of people saying, let women be masculine. That is fine. Everything's fine. Why are you judging a woman because she's masculine? I 
feel like that's the image society wants us women to be now. More masculine. Yeah, there's gonna be a ton of debate. Anyway, so, yeah, Tila being masculine, and then I'm pretty sure they're gonna, like, ship her, and and the then the black female character, I see the ship happening, I can just smell it, and I am just like, oh no, this could either go bad or really bad in my opinion, because, you know, and she kind of had faced the similar problem too with the door not having any signs of boobs or whatever, and I'm saying that in air quotes so people can know what I'm doing when I'm recording and all that, but, but yeah, I'm like, oh no. Please don't be like She-Ra. In a sense where, like, oh, like, being woman matters and being masculine matters. And I know they're trying going for the natural body type. No one's natural in this dang society! I swear! I'm like, now you want us to be skinny. Now you want us to be masculine. Why not just let women do their own thing? And and you know what? These proportions, now that I think about it, look so unrealistic. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, but men and women are naturally built different. You cannot defy it. You cannot counterbalance it. That is natural and normal. But no, the creator of this dang show, which I think his name is Kevin Smith, by the way. Uh, yeah, Kevin Smith was like, you know what would make girls like Tila? If she was masculine, at any rate, there might be simping. <laughs> ah! And I am just like, really, 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 really? You, you really think that females are gonna like Tila because she's, she's masculine? At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if Tila was the main responsibility of why a lot of women are changing their sexualities. Yay, people are so gonna hate me. Because, like, I'm, like, she's, she looks masculine. Way too masculine than her original version. Which is, I guess, fine. But, now I don't see Tila as a woman anymore. You know what I see? A woman trying to be a guy in, in the most unrealistic way possible. Like, think it. You exercise, say you're, like, a professional athlete, Right? And, like, you're trying to, like, build muscle, right? There is so much muscle you can build. Yeah, you might counter with, what about genetics? Or what? Or you might counter, what about steroids? Who, 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 who trains naturally on a, on a, daily, on a daily basis and then gets super buffed up in a span of, I don't know, because they haven't said the time skip yet. I smell a time skip in this dang series because it, it, I mean, if you see it, if you see the Instagram post that is posted by Kevin Smith, you would know that Tila in the second photo, if you swipe left, uh, I'm using my phone as reference, so here we are. If you swipe it to the left, you see Tila holding her signature dagger, wearing somewhat of the signature palette. Everything looks darker, and her hair is not that bright orange. You can tell that's Tila because that's how 
it trying to resemble from the original 1980s series. You can, I immediately recognize the second photo as Tila. But when I swipe to the third one, where Orko, black lady that I forgot the character's name already, Tila, and what it, what it appears to be man in arms, I don't know. I really want to see Duncan because he's the best father figure in the of the entire show. More father figure than King Randall, wh who knows that his son is trying their best, but you can't trust family with secrets, apparently. And Evil Lynn, which I'm like, why the frick did you make her blue? Don't, don't you know that purple was her signature color? Oh my goodness, get something right! But... Yeah, and honestly, I was just like, these look so unproportional. They they just look, look so manly and buff and totally unidealistic for women. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not an athlete. I'm an average human being. <laughs> ah! And I am at a point where I'm just like, this is, this is, this is stupid. And I'm like, and also there was another YouTuber that I completely forgot the name. Um, but he did, I will leave both the videos down below. That way you can go listen to it. Even though they're both done by men and a female and, and all that. Just please listen to what they, ha what they have to say. But yeah, the, in the 1980s, you know, you know, they didn't care. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure the staff themselves were LGBTQ, and they just personally did not care. So, yeah, a little cleavage, and, like, you know, proportionally looking like a woman, you know, that kind of resembles women. And how, like, oh, like, we can be pretty, and we can also kick butt. But in this version, I'm saying... You want us to be exactly like a man. I'm sorry, that's the way how I see it. And yes, I did have bias from watching those two YouTube videos. I did. But you know what? They actually made sense. Like, I'm sorry. Tila looks so much like a man. I wouldn't be surprised if people mistaken Tila as a man as soon as when they see the haircut. I'm not. I'm seriously not. She just looks like a freaking man to me. And it's really freaking dang stupid. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm like, I know boobs can, can be a little bit risque, but like, you know, Netflix, you know, they, they can just put a, 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 I don't know, a rating and, you know, maybe not let people under 13 watch this show. But I'm pretty sure that people under 13 might watch this show. So, you know what? There's that to consider. And I'm just like, I, I don't know. There's something about Tila, the haircut, does not really sit well with me. And even in, even in post, even in pre-haircut, she kind of looks like a freaking dude. And, like, I'm sorry, but, like, the arms look so muscular to the point where that looks completely, completely, um, unrealistic for women at all. Like, my arms, they're, they're big, but they're not Tila muscular big. Like, I, I would see females, right, 
Their arms are not that muscular, contrary to belief of this thing photo. I mean, you might counter it, but like, oh, like, what about these people? What about these people? Do, do they look anything like Tila? I'm sorry, do they look anything like Tila? If I'm really, and I'm, I am just in disbelief. But yeah, that, 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 that just, uh, that, that, I'm like, bro, really? And like, again, you might thinking like, well, let women be muscular. You know, let women do whatever they want. But from a realistic standpoint, it does not look realistic at all. Like, I'm sorry, but some women in life are not, maybe A, not meant to be muscular, or B, they don't want to be. You know what most women nowadays focus on? Their big butt, and they want to do their best to get a big butt. I don't know why, it's probably for attention purposes, or, you know, trying to play the hearts of men, but, like, you know... Have you ever really considered that women are just as nasty as men? There, I said it. Women are just as nasty as men. And I would know because I'm related to someone who is petty at every single point in thing that she does. So, and yes, I am talking about my sister. Uh, and from what I've known about her, she can be A, really, really, really positive for feminism. And B, really, 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 really petty because she has a weird relationship with a boy. I don't know. I try not to dive in into my sister's life, preferably because I don't want to. I don't need that in my memory bank. And I can say all this because she doesn't listen to the podcast at all. So there we go. But yeah, it, it just feels like, I don't know, a lot a lot and and let me just read you the synopsis of this entire show and then yeah you're gonna hear my thoughts later because you know when you have tila looking like a man whose arms are somewhat unproportional to the body and no sign of her having boobs which i know that's technically considered a bad thing but sometimes if you don't any if you don't show any signs of boobs you're most likely gonna be considered as a man okay uh, look at it this way i like in the original yeah she was wearing a somewhat quote-unquote provocative outfit right that showed a little bit of femininity towards her and they weren't afraid to show that even though it was the 1980s no one cared as long as the character you know is more than what she looks like that's okay with me and i and i was at a point where i was just like mm, i have to i have to say it right now because this is what i get for doing rants in the shower tmi maybe it's none of your dang business but yeah it's just oh i, I i'm like Yay! T Tila is a man now. Yay! She might be transgender or something. I don't know. Which, which, please take everything I say with a grain of salt. I know some people are might be listening to this and can really be offended. But yeah, please take everything I say with a grain of salt. Respect my opinions, and I will respect yours. And I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to say that line over and over again because people are gonna hate me. Yay! 
But yeah, let, let me read the synopsis to you guys, and then I, I, I will explain my thoughts later. So, the official synopsis for He-Man, Masters of the Universe, Revelation. <coughs> official synopsis. A radical return to Eternia, Revelation is a direct sequel series to the classic era of Masters of the Universe, featuring fan favorites He-Man, Orko, Cringer, Man-at-Arms, the story pits are our our heroic warriors and guardians of Castle Grayskull against Skeletor. Okay, so far so good. Evelyn, Beastman, and the Vile Legions of Snake Mountain. Yay, they got a par- they got something, right? But after a ferocious final battle forever fractures Eternia, it is up to Tila to solve the mystery of the missing Sword of Power in a race against time to prevent the end of the universe. Her journey will uncover the secrets of Grayskull at last. This is the epic He-Man and Masters of the Universe saga fans have waited 35 years to see. Okay, this is gonna go really bad in my opinion, and here's why. This is gonna be coming like She-Ra again, and they're probably gonna do fake feminism Again, I'm sorry, but you know what that synopsis reminds me of? Miraculous Ladybug! Oh my goodness! Ugh! And the fact that this is created by a dude does not really help out at all. You know what I really expected? You know what I expected? Just a season of He-Man, Prince Adam of Eternia... Finally, defeating Skeletor once and for all. And maybe have a happy life. Or convince his sister to visit, you know, any point in day. But no, Tila is going to be the dang main protagonist of this dang show. You want to know why I have problems with it? I have a lot. It, it's going to be like Shira. Again, where they're going to focus on feminism and then make it bad. And then I can't tell what's feminism anymore. Because even though Tila gets a brand new haircut and gets all buffed up to an infuriating degree. This is going to be one of those things where Tila is going to get ruined for me. I'm sorry. And the fact she's probably going to have an LGBTQ love interest does not make it any better. Because I feel like this is going to be another version of She-Ra and Princess and the Power, but more mature. Uh, so, my... I Okay, when I watched She-Ra, Princess of Power, 2018 version, I never expected romance to be a thing. Never. Never in the history of my life forever would I expect romance at all. You know, it's just an adventure. They're fighting over the horde. You know, battle stuff. Give me more action and less character relationship developments that will lead to, 
you know, romantic relationships. I don't care if the relationships were platonic. Actually, I preferred the relationships to be freaking platonic because you know why? A, it's a kid's show, so, you know, my standards are kind of low. B, I was also struggling in the romantic department, and frankly, I didn't want to see another romantic ship come to blossom. No. None at all. I never understood the Catra and Adora ship, if I'm really going to be honest. I never shipped them. I never shipped Adora with anybody. Okay, maybe I did a little bit with Bo, but that was like back in season one where I didn't know anything at all. And also, I never met Alsena then, and I never knew uh, she likes the show much as me. So, you know, you know, I was a dumb kid back in 2018. But. Yeah, as the series went on, I never wanted to ship Adora with anybody. I'm like, you know what? Can we can we not have... I, I was just thinking, no romantic relationship, please. Or like, I never... A romantic relationship never considered my mind at all. Never did. And then it happened. And it felt weird. Not, not because of the LGBTQ couple with Adora and Katra. It just felt out of the blue. All of a sudden, I didn't catch any of their development. I was dumb, dumb. And, you know, like, I was just like, I would have not minded if they were friends. But Adora saying, I love you to Katra just really felt out of the blue for me. Considering there were no hints at all. No hints at all, in my opinion. Now, I'm pretty sure Alsena might be listening to this and be like, What the frick, man? Like, did you not see this hint? Did you not see that hint? Oh, what about this hint? What about that hint? Why don't you just rewatch the entire series and watch for the hints again? Okay, maybe not that. I mean, Alsena is more mindful for my opinions than I ever thought she was going to be. So maybe matters I have to consider. But other than that, I am freaking in disbelief of everything <laughs> like seriously i never wanted a romantic relationship involved in Shira at all never never in a million years ever because a they look young b why would you want a relationship in the middle of an invasion attack that had clones involved and like honestly not gonna lie the show itself, it just, I don't know, as I watched more, I progressively started to hate it. <laughs> I know, wild stretch, right? But I don't know, in the middle of season two to four, I was, just, I was just like, I don't like this for some weird reason. I don't know, it felt forced. And maybe, since I was a fan of the original She-Ra, I wanted, you know, references from the old show. And they did! But... They mocked the entire thing. They mocked the original show and by putting them in the original costumes. And while people were going gaga and ooh and ah over, you know, the new rebooted characters wearing the old designs. Which personally, I thought they, it looked okay. Um, I, I probably skipped over that episode though because I just freaking didn't care. But like, yeah, when I saw the video, I was just, I was just like... These actually don't look bad, given a little modern take on it, and like, you know, it looked good. It actually looked good on them. 
and now I can't unsee Bo in Bo's original costume anymore. But, like, I, I personally liked it. Like, I didn't mind it. And, in fact, they actually made it a little bit better. But if it wasn't for Adore hating the hating everything, I was just like, okay. I, like, I'm sorry, but, like, yeah, it, it was just not it. And then, like, you can tell they didn't, the, the, the writers for... Uh, She-Ra 2018, I'm pretty sure they didn't like, um, you know, the original version to the point where a lot of fans were like, oh, like, this is the real She-Ra, this is the OG She-Ra, She-Ra is a brand new concept, and I'm like, it's not, it's not, wow, um, have you not seen the 1980s version? It's up on YouTube right now, go check it out. So, yeah, I'm like, I honestly did not mind Adora wearing, you know, old Adora's old costume. And, yeah, I get that body diversity is a thing, and I wouldn't be surprised if people hated me for that, for mentioning it. But, like, you know, like, like, I don't mind the body width, but still make it look feminine, please? Like... Literally, some people said on YouTube that, uh, She-Ra looks like a boy, um, wearing, wearing a mullet. Actually, I actually stole that from Clownfish TV. Please collab with me or not. It's really fine, I guess. <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, honestly, if it wasn't for their advice, I would have questioned, who, who is this? Is this really She-Ra? It has similar motifs as She-Ra, but is she really She-Ra? And, like, I, I was just in disbelief the whole time. And, yeah, and then I ended up watching a lot of She-Ra-related videos of how, like, the OG She-Ra is somehow a little bit better than, uh, new She-Ra. Because, you know, people, you know, liked it when a woman who had boobs and, um, somewhat a functional body figure and she would be kicking butt and literally the whole point of it even though it was meant to like sell toys or whatever because thank you Mattel for being a thing um yeah like like as long as you can like fight back in any sort of capacity and as long as you're not a damsel in distress in the most disgusting way possible I don't care I generally don't care at this point. But no, they kind of made everyone muscular and everyone, you know, look like a a man, or at least they're trying to be. And I am just like, yeah, a lot of people are going to hate me for having opinions. But, like, you know, like, just because you have boobs and a big butt makes you a sexual fantasy. No, it doesn't. Um, when, when the 1980s was released, you know, I mean, yeah, they did base it off from women, but, you know, they had power, and, you know, they had magic, and, you know, they were seen as a likable character, regardless of appearance. Also, it was 1980. I'm pretty sure people didn't care back then about things, but now, no, people are very specific of what they want to watch on TV. They're very specific on what shows 
we're doing and all that and they were like oh if you don't put diversity in i'm not gonna like it or like if you don't put like body diversity in they're not gonna like it and you know what the weird thing about shira princess of power 2018 the cast the crew was all female everything was female and and apparently they were quote-unquote light-skinned i i searched up a photo of the show's creator she was indeed in fact light-skinned so I am just like, yay! And like, oh, like I'm just like, oh, like apparently she thought that oh she can like, you know, create this whole thing and get away with it. No, you can't get away with it. You can't get away with how manly Adora's arms are when she turns into Shira. You can't really avoid the fact that you kind of made her into a boy sorta with just mullet hair all around or magical hair all around it just was ah and like yeah i mean i don't know maybe they maybe maybe they tried their best but you know i didn't mind the original costumes on the new characters um but like they were like Nah, let's just mock it. And the sad thing too, when season two was coming up, the original, well, one of the cre- one of the creators of Chira, um, he died. I believe his name was. Ah! <laughs> Um, yeah, Larry Dottillo, 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 uh, he passed away when, uh, second, when, um, season two of Chira Princess of the Power was airing, and I don't think they made a-, a tribute to him in any sort of way, unless they was that, if that was the tribute, then I applaud you, DreamWorks, I applaud you for making it the most ridiculous and humiliating thing you guys have ever done. Sorry, that's all I have to say on that. And look, I cannot speak on the generation of the 80s crew. Since I wasn't born in the 80s. Go figure. You sound like a really, really young person. You know what? I do sound like a really, really, really young person. Go figure. But regardless, I am just like, bro. Can 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 the new people, you know, respect... The origin, I guess not. But but uh, yeah, it it was just a lot. It was just a lot, and I am like, I'm not gonna be excited for when He Man Masters of the Universe Revelation comes out. I I'm not. I'm just really not. And here's why I am not gonna be excited now. I'm I I mean I haven't even heard heard the voices yet, so it might be a little bit too early to like decide. I hope Netflix does a trailer soon because I I would just be like bro what the what is going on? But yeah, the change from making Tila the protagonist to Adam being the protagonist, I don't know why that does not sit well with me. And you might be thinking. 
Dang, you must be a misogynist now because you prefer a guy protagonist than a female protagonist. Bro, Tila looks like a guy before, after the time jump. Which I'm like... I get how, like, Tila was, like, left in the dark. And I know it was bound sooner or later that she would, like, like find out why this way. Why does it have to be this way? You know what I honestly preferred? If Tila somehow found Adam transforming into He-Man, and then she would be like, what the heck? And then just, and then, you know, had a fight, and then confronted about it. You know, because this is technically still about Prince Adam, aka He-Man, and, you know, trying to hide his identity from literally everyone else in Eternia. Keep in mind, his parents do not know. So, like, to to blow to pay, to put this out of proportion, I'm like, dang, wow, Tila gets special treatment. Wow, I have not, I have no words to say. I generally do not have any words to say about it at all, because I'm like, maybe they, maybe they would make it a little bit simple. I don't know. Again, that's the number one reason why. I liked the show a lot because it was simple. Really easy to understand. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> really easy to understand. And, you know, th that's all that's to consider. Like, I loved both He-Man and Shira because they were simple. They got straight up to the point. Yeah, it was repetitive, but I personally didn't care. I literally forgot some things about Princess and the Power. Uh, 2018 version that I kind of would forget because of its weird weird plot but yeah like if they're I'm like yay they're gonna compli they're gonna um complicate things with feminism which maybe that might be your cup of tea I don't know what Tila's voice is gonna sound like if I hear any intonation of Tila trying to be manly I will personally give up and I am just like bro what what huh I'm sorry, huh? But I don't know why something about Tila's design does not sit well with me at all. In fact, out of all the female characters who look good, uh, Sorcerer, uh, Sorceress, uh, Tila, oh, what's her name? What's her name? I know she had a name. I, I know she had a name somewhere. I just don't know where. Uh, I know it started with a T something. Hold up, hold up. I'm going to Wikipedia because I have no other uh, stuff to do. Ooh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, I hate alphabetical order. Where is it? 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 Whoa. Um. Rats. They put in 2022 characters in here, which I'm like, perfect. Not, not really. Not really. The sorceress, whatever. Um, yeah, it was, um, it, it was just, um, yeah, and, you know, I haven't seen the 2020, 2002 reboot yet. I, I will soon. But it, it just... It, it, I'm like in disbelief. 
I'm like in big fat disbelief that it would it would be Tila to save the day, which I get it. Strong female characters, I get it, but that image that did not really sit well with me because it looked like an idealized, uh, powerful woman that looked surprisingly not realistic. Like, I would rather look up to Sarah Lance from the Arrowverse than, than whatever, than whatever, uh, Kevin Smith, whatever his dang name is, has to offer. Because, you know why Sarah Lance from the Arrowverse looks like a woman? Can act like a woman if she really, really want to? I, uh, maybe, I don't, I don't know. I love, I love Katie Lloyd's. She's a brilliant actor and I love her portrayal in Sarah, as Sarah. And all that. But yeah, she can be a woman. She can be flirtatious. She can be sexy even. Uh, you know, she can be like a woman, but still can kick butt. Still can throw daggers everywhere, which that is always impressive. And you know, die twice and still look cool. I don't know. Tia, Tila, Tila, bleh. Tila just looks really, really. <laughs> Really, really, really unproportional and unrealistic for me because, be realistic here, who, who really wants to be a woman that is all buffed up with more muscle and less bone? Okay, not less bone. Less feminine features, if you will. Like, literally, Tila, after Adam's disappearance or whatever... Looks like a straight-up guy to me, and since I found out that it was a female, because uh, the voice actress for the Tila uh, was showing up in both, and it corresponded with that, and that turned the gears in my head, saying, Oh, the, the red-headed, cut, short-haired, cutted female who has a lot of body armor and muscular arms is Tila. Fun. Which, no disrespect I'm pretty sure the voice actor is good. I don't know. I haven't heard any of her work yet. I know I should, but at the same time, I don't feel like it. Um, I'm a lazy person. Anyway, yeah, no, um, no disrespect to the, any of the voice actors. Um, it's just the design-wise looks somewhat off-putting for me. I'm pretty sure the voice actor did a really, really, really good job. I hope she did a good job. I hope her voice redeems Tila for me, because by the way, it looks like it. It's not redeeming for me at all. Um, so, yay! And then Adam is gonna be in distress mode, even though every single episode that he fights in, he 99.9% .9 of the time, he will win. <sighs> it's just a lot of process here. So, yeah, and maybe once the show airs, I'll finally say my review on it, and then, you know, they'll, they'll agree to my thoughts now. Maybe, maybe I'll change. Maybe I'll not. Netflix, please drop a trailer soon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna add this in here because my brain's like, why didn't you mention this? And I'm like, I don't know. So apparently, Melody Britt, the voice actress of um Adora slash Shira, in 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 the 1980s, you know what she said? She completely disliked. Uh, the new version of She-Ra. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. That actually happened. 
uh, I guess take it with a grain of salt. I don't know. I know people don't like believing half the things I say anyway, so nah. But, but, but yeah, the, the She-Ra kind of, in a way, gave off somehow idealistic expectations for people, preferably women, because you think that women can be muscular. They think that women are, you know, powerful in their own right, but at the same time, though, it's like flipping a coin. You either get a good side or a bad side to it. And with She-Ra being muscular and, you know, somehow doesn't look like a female at all, it can be very, very, uh, how, how do you say it? How, how do you say it? Crisis-y? Identity crisis, maybe? I don't know. I mean, 2018, I didn't really think too much of it. I'm like, oh, the storyline is good. And that's what redeemed for me because of the storyline. Because, you know, the original She-Ra never had a conclusion. The only thing I'm really, really salty about. But you know what? You know what? You know what happened? There was crossovers between He-Man and She-Ra. And that, that, that pleased me more than, uh... The the, uh, the the reboot. On on a side note, though, Gray Skull was really really overhyped, and th and then it failed. Yay! So, yeah, there there there's a lot to consider. Woo! I I don't know. I guess I'll just really lower my expectations down for He Man. Masters of Revelation, and then just watch the uh, He-Man cartoon over and over and over again until my brain is just filled with its trivia, and then compare it to you know the He-Man series. And I I feel like it's gonna be a Tila-centric story. I I feel like Tila is gonna be a main presence, and they're only using He-Man as like a title to. Um, you know, attract audiences, preferably people who grew up in, uh, 1980s, the 1980s and all that. Like, they're gonna use He-Man's name as a way, as an attention grabber, so that Tila can take the spotlight. I feel like it's gonna be the Tila show, which, that wasn't the main reason why I watched it in the first place. Like, I never really considered... I never want. I never really watched the show for Tila, even though she was a really good character. I liked it because of the sorceress, which she had lore, and she's magical, and she can turn into a bird. And who doesn't want to turn into a bird? So just me, okay. But yeah, I liked the sorceress. I liked Man in Arms and his relationship with Tila. I did find Tila a little bit annoying because she was like, I need to protect Prince Adam, but Prince Adam is always missing. And that was a whole thing. And like, I feel like now Tila is going to finally figure it out. Oh, so you've been disappearing all the time because you were a He-Man. And then it's more about, you know, Tila's side to it than whatever Adam has to say. Honestly, I feel like Adam is literally going to have nothing to say but like i feel like he's just gonna let tila talk about it and then that gives tila a, a reason to shave her head off i guess i don't know but yeah i feel like it's gonna be more more the viewer i wouldn't be surprised if they made the viewer you know 
understand and empathize with Tila more than He-Man or Prince Adam or whatever you want to call him. I don't know. I feel like that's my hunch because apparently being lied to is more effective in storytelling than you keeping the secret and then you know you realized what have you done sort of thing. Honestly, I would relate it to like Prince Adam and I'm going to call him Prince Adam because he's technically the Prince of Etheria. Tyrannia, fight me. <coughs> so, yeah, I feel like, you know, people are probably going to, like, empathize with Tila more because, you know, they've been understand being lied to. Even though at the same time, though, we lie to people every day on a daily basis, whether we like it or not. And, like, you know, what is more relatable now? Being lied to or being the person who you had to lie that did not make sense i don't know i just want a different perspective okay i i want to see adam's reaction point of view of you know him disappointing tila for keeping the secret for so long like you like orko the last person you would ever expect a secret from you know knows the secret and whatever and and all of that and i and i just i don't know i wanted something different i'm tired of seeing oh you lied to me why would you do this to me breaks off friendship and then drastic appearance change yay i don't know i'm sorry i just want something different quarantine literally has made my brain so mundane that i need something new okay okay sorry that's how my brain works, whether you like it or not. I am the lone wolf. I'm always going to be different from everyone else that I know, even through my closest friends, whether they like it or not. That is just my point of view. Please deal with the fact that it's my point of view. But, but yeah, um, I, uh, if I, if I know they're going to change, like, practically everybody in a mature state of mind. I wish Orko stayed the same. I don't think so. I hope Orko stays the same, not gonna lie. You know, just something familiar from the original show. The 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 reboot for Shira ruined everything, so that and when it when it comes to in terms of tributes and all that, they have absolutely failed in that department. Like I'm pretty sure Melody Britt, the voice actress for Adora back in like nineteen eighty, I'm pretty sure uh, she would want, as soon as when she found out that, hey, DreamWorks was doing a re reboot Shira, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if her, if she asked her agent, hey, can I do a cameo in this show? Like, I don't want to overshadow the new Adora, but, you know, I still want to leave my mark on it because I love it when old voice actors come to the new, vo new show and, like, you know, tributes and that sort of thing. Like, I honestly wanted to hear... Uh, you know, Melody Brit in 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 ever shape or form. I don't care. Um, uh, maybe like old or like old Adora. I I don't know. But like, you get the point. Like, I want tributes like that. But no, the fact that they didn't make a tribute to Shira's original creator, uh, Larry Devito, Devito, Devato. That's not it. But you get my point. They didn't make a tribute to him when he died two weeks before the show, the season two aired. They didn't. I'm pretty sure they didn't want Melody Britt to come into the recording studio, record a few lines for Shira. 
I'm pretty sure I I I mean I would want a cameo for Melody Bird because I would just make the everything full circle. Like you know how they did with Carmen Sandiego. Cookie Booker was voiced by Rita Moreno, the same person who voiced Carmen Sandiego in uh, in the original series in 1994. You know stuff like that. I want stuff like that. Will the original He Man or the original cast show up? Nah. Nah. Because they're going to be like, do you overshadow them? And I'm like, bro, voice actors are a brilliant piece. No, voice actors are amazing because they can change their voice and no one can be recognized. Ever thought of that? I don't know, I'm just kind of energetic in this episode. But yay, finding out that Mark Hamill, aka Luke Skywalker, is going to be voicing the skeleton has probably going to be the weirdest news I have heard all week. They better do Skeletor justice, kinda. Well, I hope they made Skeletor a little bit better. He wasn't a, a bumbling idiot back then, in my opinion, and, you know, stuff like that. So I hope he's a little bit, I don't know, smarter. But no, I don't blame the voice actor. I do blame the, the writing, and I'm scared for the writing. I'm also scared for the LGBTQ ship. Whatever the case may be. I swear, if I see a, an LGBTQ relationship, I'm gonna question my cartoon taste entirely. Which, again, I'm not trying to disrespect the LGBT community here. I just don't think that should be the main focus of He-Man and Masters of the Universe, in my opinion. Like, for Steven Universe, it made sense. Gems fusing with gems. Ruby and Sapphire were married. That was adorable. Like, the whole point of Steven Universe is about love, familial love, platonic love, romantic love, love all around. Everyone likes love. And Steven Universe did that perfectly well. Even self-love, even. And love was a main theme in Steven Universe. Do you really think love is going to be the main theme of He-Man and Masters of the Universe? I hope not. If somehow love found its way into He-Man and Masters of the Universe, I would just call it the wrong show. I would call it the wrong show entirely. If I see a, you know, like a blossoming LGBTQ community, no, an LGBTQ relationship, I am just like, can, yeah, yeah, can we focus back on Prince Adam, please? Thank you very much. I, I am not in the mood to see romance right now because, haha, I'm single and hey, my love life and woo! But, like, no. Unless they were, like, oh, uh, like, I don't want the, the LGBTQ relationship to be the main focus of this show. If it does happen, fine. But I do not want it to be the main focus of the entire show. I do not. I really do not. I, I don't. Because A, it's just a reminder of me, single, and still very, very lonely. <sighs> it just, it will just make me feel lonely inside. And, like, if you're gonna do a relationship, do it right. Like, give us hints that these two are together. I don't know. Have intense eye contact for all I care about. If I don't see any sign that there is an LGBTQ relationship, and then for all of a sudden, there's an LGBTQ relationship, I question the writing. 
I'm sorry, but Shira just did it very, very bad for me, in my opinion. I if I if if um if I talked with this to Alsena, she would completely disagree. Or better yet, even Dal. They will both disagree with me, and I will be shunned forever in, in my own little room. But but uh yeah, as long as I see signs that hey they might be in an LGBTQ relationship, or just straight up tell it. Don't make it a big deal. It's an action cartoon for crying out loud. You know what I expect in action cartoons or what I hope it's going to be an action action cartoon? Action cartoon. Save the romance. Like, you know, later. Uh, I, I just really don't want this to be a romantic show. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I need action. I need swords and scythers clashing at each other. I want to see Prince Adam slowly falling into crippling depression for all I know. But, but yeah, please, 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 please. I really don't want to see a LGBTQ-focused thing. I don't want it to be the main focus. Now... You might be saying, I don't know, you might be countering, like, oh, what about these other things, like Love, Simon, and Love, Victor, and uh, Steven Universe, and, uh, you know, the Owl House, and all that. It depends on the theme you want for the show. Steven Universe is, again, previously mentioned before, it's all about love. Love, 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 love. With the Owl House... Yeah, it's action and magic-based, but you know, it's also in a school setting, and you know that's when relationships happen, platonic or romantically, um, apparently eminent, um, and, like, you know, as long, like, as long as it remains a subplot, or as long as, like, there's, like, subtle hints, like, really subtle, then I personally do not care. Even for, like, Love, Simon, the whole point was exploring the sexuality his sexuality, and, you know, who he loves and who he doesn't love, all that fun stuff, okay? Unless I can tell that this is gonna be a love thing, then, of course, I'm going to, I'm going to expect something romantic, something cute, something cheesy, more hints to point out that these two people are in a relationship. Unless, if the theme, like, yeah, unless the whole point of it is to show that, hey, Love is possible. That is fine. If it's an action cartoon and technically it's supposed to be about a war, I do not want an LGBTQ relationship to be in the center of everything. Like, I seriously do not want it to be the main focus of He-Man and Masters of the Universe. I want more action and less romance. There's expectations to expect out of the show. This is one of them. More action, less romance. Now, I'm not saying they can do romance. I'm pretty sure they will. I'm pretty sure they will. Just, you know, either blatantly say it or make somewhat obvious hint that these two people are in an LGBTQ or just a romantic relationship in general. <coughs> I, 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 I'm so upset. I hope I really made that sad. I really do hope that people are trying to understand what I'm saying. How, like, I want more action scenes. And, yeah, unless the action is, like, overwhelming and you need a tense moment, give us a tense moment. I need an, a balance 
of action and romance, in my opinion. I just don't want it to be the main focus of He-Man and Masters of the Universe Revelation, because I know it's completely dropped the show. I would rather watch Adam, again, going through somewhat in an existential crisis because he lost the sword, or whatever the case may be. I would rather follow that journey than whatever Tila's love life it is, because to me, that does not count to the story all the way. Part of the way, just not all the way. Anyway, I think that goes for my rant. Um... Again, sorry if I killed your ears. Again, uh, a friendly warning, please. Uh, listen to all my episodes without headphones, please. And if you decide to wear these with headphones, you're lost, dude. Uh, yay, shout out time. Ooh, okay, so if you want to follow me on Instagram uh, for more geeky rants that are shortened and not full in depth, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at the underscore lone underscore nerd underscore 26 on Instagram. You guys can also follow me on Twitter at lone wolf nerd on Twitter. Updates on the life, podcast, all that fun, guts, and glory. And I do get a little bit geeky and a little bit rantic on Instagram sometimes, but not to an extent here. This is going to be an hour and 30 minute long podcast of me just ranting about two characters in the show that I'm not really excited for right now, but you know what, that's fine, and also this might be the episode that all my friends will hate me, and will kill me, and all that, so, yay! There's that to say, um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns about me, or podcasting, or whatever the case may be, if you want to collab with me on having a conversation, my email will be down below, at wolfalone90 at gmail.com. It's down below. I have two podcasts. Ah, I have two podcasts. Uh, one that I talk about anime, Disney, characters, and Twisted Wonderland, all that fun, guts, and glory. Um, I'm currently uh, on the Fruits Basket train. Uh, if you want to listen to my thoughts on Fruits Basket, uh, the Lone Wolf Dormitory link and everything will be in the link tree link down below. Um, I have a podcast called Everything Yu-Gi-Oh! Even though it's kind of dead, I-, I deeply apologize. I have been stressed out with school and this was technically my rant corner, so there was a lot to consider. Literally, it's the show where I rant about whatever is on my mind and hopefully people do not threaten to kill me because of my opinion. But yeah, as for everything Yu-Gi-Oh, I do talk about the Yu-Gi-Oh anime franchise as a whole. I'm just reviewing Seven's episodes because that's the current show happening. And uh, as of this recording, I do hope that there are more Seven's episodes out there. Because frankly, I'm tired at this point. So um, yeah, if you want to just listen to me writing about Yu-Gi-Oh, the podcast and its links will be in the link tree link down below. Um, if you want to support me financially in any shape or form, I am going to be a broke college student, and it would be nice to have some money, because without money, I will be technically financially dead, and since, uh, FAFSA is being really, really unfair to me lately, um, it would be nice for you guys to donate to, um, me, because, um, with money, I'm able to keep myself sane, and the ability to have more rants on my podcast. So, um, there's that. 
Uh, most of the money will go directly to finance me. Um, maybe I will save enough money for um, podcasting and all that. But, like, you know, it's future and futures ahead. Um, if you go down to the description at the very end of the podcast, you will see a link to donate. And then just click on the link. You can donate 99 cents. You can do- You can donate four dollars and 99 cents or you can donate nine dollars and 99 cents whatever floats your boat i do believe it's like a monthly donation thing so i'm pretty sure they have the opportunity for you to cancel it um any amount of money will work for me please i need donations uh so with all that being said i will holler at you guys later and stay safe